Talking Greyhounds is presented by the TAB Australian Cup Carnival. It starts tonight at the Meadows with the Group 1 treble, the Tem Lee, the Rookie Rebel and the Zoom Top. Boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. Here's Simone Fisher. Good morning to you on this Saturday morning, the 16th of February. It's been a big week in racing already and we've just been warming up with a huge night of racing ahead of us tonight. George Faruja will join me to look at the three Group 1s from the Meadows. I'll chat to trainer Brendan Purcell about his chaser Rip and Sam in the Zoom Top tonight. And Brennan Ryan, Launceston Greyhound Racing Club's liaison officer, will be joining me to talk about the Launceston Cup on Monday night and the Tasmanian Greyhound Awards that I will be hosting tonight. What's making news around the kennels? Orson Allen showed what a formidable force he is at the moment, taking out the Cranbourne Cup last Saturday night after running point zero one outside of the record the week prior in his heat. He will start at short odds tonight in the Temley at the Meadows, more shortly with George Ferruja. Ballarat have their football fanatics night tonight with Collingwood footballers in attendance and the finals of the Western Districts Derby and Lil Dicky Oaks. The calibre of dogs in both finals is outstanding with Axel Footloose and Jabrina, winners of the Derby Heats and Black Opium and Time to Talk the Oaks. Spare a thought for Ron Hawkswell tonight at the Meadows as race one has seven out of the eight dogs beginning with the name Dinah. I've already worded the hawk up and... Um, He said he just hopes he gets it right. And it's great to see the interview I did a couple of weeks ago with Noel McMahon and how he's offering a support network to new greyhound owners has been widely received across social media this week. And speaking of adopted dogs, Sandown are hosting another Gap Adoption Day on March the 2nd. Details on the GRV website. Talking Greyhounds, born to run for the TAB Australian Cup Carnival. It starts tonight at the Meadows with the Group 1 treble, the Temley, Rookie Rebel and Zoom Top. Find out more at themeadows.org.au. And go, racing Pike the Bear, slow to begin, back near the Taylor Saddle. Away fast there, Dinah Harper, grabbed the lead from Pants on fire around the first turn. There, Pike the Bear, he's got a bit of uh, work to do from there. He's last on the turn out of the straight and down the back, Pants on fire. Five lengths clear, Dinah Harper, then Dinah Roscoe. Poke the Bears getting up on the inside rail, 10 off the lead though, followed then by Peter Allen, then came Wide Eyed Ginger and Deringa turning for home, Pants on fire, the leader in second spot, Dinah Harper. Poke the Bear flashing through, he'll get up! Poke the bear from last has got up to win it from Pants on Fire and Dinah Harper. What a run. What a fabulous greyhound. Poke the bear hoping to take out the Top Gun Temley double tonight at the Meadows. And joining me now is George Ferruja. And George, um, we might have another run like that tonight. Who knows with Poke the Bear's style of racing? <laughs> I remember that run um, vividly. I was on track and I think everyone just sort of looked around at each other, Simone, and couldn't <laughs> believe what they were seeing. I mean, he... He's done that a few times in his career now, hasn't he? And he has. oh, he's just a terrific greyhound. Of course, he was recently crowned uh, a greyhound of the year at the Meadows. He absolutely loves the track, but of course, he's going to have to bring his A grade in this, his A game. Sorry, in this unbelievable field uh, uh, tonight. He sure will. You've got the recent Cranbourne Cup winner, Orson Allen, who will start the favourite, no doubt. And he's in just career best form. I think he's a greyhound that's just putting it all together right at the right time. Yeah, look. He, he uh, won his maiden in, at the Meadows in 2981. He mm. certainly put the writing on the wall to suggest he was going to be a very talented greyhound. But he had a few chinks in his armour, and one of those, I think, was that he was just missing the kick from time to time. And yep. 
his best attribute is for him to get out and go and record these amazing splits that, that we're now used to. And now he's getting his start right, uh, Simone, and, and that's the big difference with him. And can he win his first Group 1? Well, only time will tell. I mean, he's in the, the right form to do it. But, gee, what a field, George. Uh, cosmic bonus, this Greyhound's uh, an interstater, but um, one of the older ones. And he, he spoke to his trainer during the week, and she said he, she can't run this Greyhound due to so many injuries, so she swims him. So that's interesting. You've got Circle of Dreams, this up-and-comer, who's won the Laurels and the Futurity already in only 11 starts. Uh, Poke the Bear, Hasten Slowly, who's been in that many group uh, races, about 10, I think. Baruga Brett, I mean, he's sensational at the moment. Buck's Future and My Redeemer, it's a, a class field. Six of the eight runners have already won group one races, uh, as you allude to. And the favourite is a greyhound who hasn't won a group one. And the other one is a, a greyhound who's been one of the best in New South Wales for a few seasons now. I mean, he's, you know, up to 90 starts, Cosmic Bonus, and <laughs> a terrific, terrific greyhound. But, but as you know, Simone, it's really hard, I think, for those New South Wales greyhounds to come and have their first look when they get invited to races like this on the Top mm. Gun and try to defeat our best greyhounds. It's such a, a monumental task. And mm. I think he'll certainly be up against it tonight. Well, Evelyn Harris did say that he seems to go better first up on tracks, but um, perhaps on in normal races, not group ones like this. But, George, there's two other outstanding races on the program. Oh, firstly, have you got tips for the Tem Lee off the top of your head? Um, yeah, then... look, I, I, I'm going to be pretty boring, but I think Orson Allen is racing so much in the zone that I, I think he'd be hard to beat. If there is a dark horse in the race, I'd suggest number six, Baruga Brett, might be the one. He's, of course, won a Group 1 race this year at the track, and he can record pretty low five seconds to the first uh, marker. And if he can do that, he might put himself in a position to win the race. So I think Baruga Brett, at, at some odds, yep. but if Orson Allen begins like he's been doing, he'd be hard to beat. He will be. OK, we've got the Rookie Rebel, and a Greyhound lining up in this race is the recent Sale Cup winner, Neo Cleo. Let's listen to that. Racing. And away fast, Blackjack Neo, the inside. Here's Neo Cleo working across nicely. Dinah Chancer through behind and Black Impala. First corner, this tightening. Blackjack Neo got off the rails. And going back in the field was Billy's Bank and also Van Ann. And Neo Cleo got across and dashed away. Four in front. Mooney on corner goes up on the inside to second. Recovers Black Impala. Blackjack Neo further back, Juniper Pearl. Well back then was Dinah Chancer. The rest are struggling on the corner. And still Neo Cleo defies them. There's one danger. Mooney on corners out and running now. Neo Cleo in front. It's holding them. It's a local victory in the cup. Neo Cleo has won the money. Getting through Dinah Chancer has rocketed home in a photo with Mooney on And George, there's a few the greyhounds that were in the sale cup that are lining up in tonight's Rookie Rebel final. And Neo Cleo, it was an outstanding run, but it's going to come up against the very uh, smart deliver from box three. Yeah, look, we speak about greyhounds who are racing in form. He's won three of his last four. And more impressively, last start at the Meadows, he went 8.79 to the marker. Now, the, the first split record's 8.77. Mm. And, that, you know, when you jump in front over these 600 metres, and he ran 34.09 overall, and you just don't get run down running those times. So a, a replica of that should see him win the race. And just for those who are having a bet, please note that Juniper Pearl, number five, has come out of the race, and Blue Striker will start. Uh, from the squeeze box. It probably just makes the race a little bit different. I, I know Juniper Pearl certainly had some speed, but uh, the one start, uh, he, the first start, sorry, he had over the 600 metres, he absolutely flew Blue Striker. He did. So he might be uh, in with a little bit of a chance uh, coming in as a, a, off the bench. Yes, he had a Cranbourne Cup campaign recently and um, ran second in a heat there. It was an outstanding run behind Huxley, but he's a strong chaser and he does have that PB of 34 
11. Um, Blackjack Neo off the red. Benali, who's got pace in box two, like we've mentioned, deliver. Neo Cleo, blue striker jumping from box five at the moment. Uh, infrared star, Dinah Chancer and Slingshot Hammer. Uh, plenty of um, chances. Oh, when I say chances, George, value, I probably is the better word, yeah. um, value in this race. Yeah, I think so, and I think it's that's uh, due to some of the box draws. Like Dinah Chancer would go pound for pound with any greyhound in that race. I mean, mm. he's got so much X factor. He's a track record holder recently, but I think people are worried about his box draw here, Simone, off the seven. And as you know, the first couple of start, uh, steps, and then all of a sudden they're uh, into a bend, uh, yes. and sometimes you can get trapped a little bit wide. And he's he's not the greyhound with the best early speed in that race, but. In regards to talent, you'd have to say he's right up there with the, with, with the first one or two. What are your numbers in the Rookie Rebel, George? Yeah, look, again, well, I, I shouldn't say boring because, I, I mean, going the favourite, <laughs> sometimes it's just, I didn't even look at the market. I just think Deliver is racing too well. He'll be pretty hard to beat. I, I think uh, Dinah Chancer in for second, if he can get across, then we'll throw in Benali and Neo Cleo as well. But Deliver, pretty hard to beat, I think. And we also have the Zoom Top uh, and Rip and Sam and Tornado Tears will probably be battling it out again. Let's take a listen to Rip and Sam in his national distance heat at Sandown last year. Racing, Rip and Sam last away, showing speed from the outside, fire and smoke to lead over Billy's Bake up to second, Dinah Zesty over to third, and they're followed by Hot Tip, Rip and Sam, and last Rockstar Patriot. As they head down the straight with a lap to go, Fire and Smoke led by three. Billy's Bake playing the stalking role, and there by four to Dinah Zesty. About three back, Rockstar Patriot, Hot Tip, and Rip and Sam's got some work to do. Seven off the lead, but he's clicking up through the gears as Billy's Bake goes through. Takes the lead over Fire and Smoke, but here comes Rip and Sam. Winds into his work. Billy's Bake the leader, grabbed by Rip and Sam, and this star chaser just exploded away. Rip and Sam, a breathtaking winner by four to Billy's bake third hot tip and then rockstar patriot and george this is the other race it's probably um i could almost out trump the temley i guess just to see what tornado tears is going to do and rip and sam and if their trials recently are anything to go by tornado tears at 29 23 at sandown on sunday but both greyhounds have had a trial over the 600 george rip and sam are 34 20 and uh tornado tears i think 34 18 so they're both around the same the same mark at this stage yeah, look, this probably is the race that holds the most intrigue, Simone, for the simple reason that we really haven't seen much of those two greyhounds. No. We haven't seen Tornado Tears for five months. But he's got some positives uh, ticks against his name here. Of course, he's a seven-time group winner. He's trained by one of the best conditioners of a greyhound we've probably seen in the last 50 years, especially of stays in Robbie Britton. Yep. And Robbie, Robbie's interview during the week, I would have, I think, would have given people some, some real confidence. He... He reckons he's got the dog as good as he can get him. And I know there's nothing like race fitness, but mm. when Robbie says that the Greyhound is in pretty good shape, oh, I think that's going to go a long way, even though the box draw might play against him because there is some speed drawn on the inside. Possibly, but then that could also give him a good run into the race as well. It's hard yeah. to say. And then like Rip and Sam, he's a Greyhound that we're not going to see at the start of his races. He has to do everything the hard way. And we've got the interstate of Poco Dorado off the red as well. Um, she's New South Wales' best stayer, and she's got some pace at times as well. Bacali's got some pace at times. Black Impala, double G, moment to jive. It's another terrific field, but um, I think it will be these two greyhounds again we'll all be looking out for. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, if, if, you, if you're a Poco Dorado fan, you'd probably be sitting back saying, here's her chance to beat the brothers because that they aren't probably at their peak, yes. fitness-wise, that's for sure. 
and she's been the queen of Wentworth Park. And, and in saying that, too, her run at the Meadows, where she did run second in the Group 1, was full of merit because Champagne Sally, who, of course, is a scratch from this race, did run 42.35, which is a pretty quick run. And I think uh, she went really good, Poco Dorado. She's drawn okay as well, I think, here. So mm. she gets her chance. But, again, how can you go past a champion like Tornado Tears? You just, I guess it's looking for value, isn't it? Do you take him as, do you look at him as a risk and take him at really short odds or do you go for something with a bit more value? It's a really hard one to toss up. And mentioning Poco Dorado, she's had a light campaign as well. She's had a few injuries since uh, late last year. So she's only had a handful of starts. So I guess there's a few unknowns, but if you take it, the word from the trainers, George, like you've mentioned, Robert being one of the best conditioners of stayers probably ever, um, you know, you just take it on trust. And we'll be catching up with Bla- uh, Brendan Purcell shortly to hear about Rip and Sam. And when I've spoken to him during the week, he, he did say that he's very, very happy with the Greyhound at the moment. Yeah, look, he, he, we only seen him once in the last five months as well. And that mm-hmm. uh, was a time where he uh, he didn't complete the course at Warrigal. Stewart's report suggested that there was a few uh, injuries. So he hasn't had the ideal preparation, I suppose. But yeah, look, it's yeah, you're right. I mean, the value's not there for Tornado Tears. I think you've still got to go back to a race like the Rookie Rebel and probably take the 260 on offer for Deliver as 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 a probably a better bet for for people looking to have a punt as opposed to the dollar ninety five. Oh, for sure. Now, George, just very quickly because we are out of time. Numbers? Yeah, my numbers are eight, one, three, and five in this race. I just think Poco Dorado gets her opportunity, but I, I'm sticking with Tornado Tears purely on the champion factor, and he has been trolling awesome. Thanks for your time, George. Thanks, Simone. Talking Greyhounds, born to run for the Tab Australian Cup Carnival. It starts tonight at the Meadows with the Group 1 treble, the Temley, Rookie Rebel and Zoom Top. Find out more at themeadows.org.au. We're talking the three Group 1s at the Meadows tonight and in the Zoom Top, Rip and Sam is a greyhound that we all love. He seems to have been around forever and joining me on the phone now is Brendan Purcell, his trainer. Good morning, Brendan. How are you going tonight? I'm good, thank you. Uh, more importantly, how's Rip and Sam heading into tonight's race? Yeah, no, he seems fine. His, his trials have been real good and we can't fault him. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty 100% sure that he'll, he'll run a good race tomorrow night. Oh, fantastic. He's seems like he's been around for a long, long time, but he's only had 36 starts. But I think it's just every time he goes around, he's so impressive and we can't stop thinking about him. Um, 14 wins and 15 placings. It's a pretty good record to have. Yeah, no, sure. He's, yeah, no, he's, he's not that old, but, um, yeah, I suppose he, he's, his record speaks for itself. And, you know, he's run into his brother a lot of times. Um, yes. Tears, so it's a bit unfortunate, <laughs> but, yeah, he's run a lot of seconds to him in group races, but, no, he's a good dog. He's been off with injury for quite a while. He did have that start at Warrigal not long ago, perhaps a little disappointing, Brendan, but um, since that, you know, you just have to pick yourself up. You have to reassess the situation. Um, how's Rip and Sam after that run at Warrigal and what have you done now to get him to ready for the Zoom top? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, we sort of went to that race like um, everything was okay, but he did pull up a little bit sore. And um, since then, like the best giving the okay, and he's had I think he's had five trials since then, and his last two trials have been as good as ever. Um, yeah, so he, he's ready to go. Like the dog's fitter, and I mean, look, there's no doubt. Bit, bit more 700 metre racing, getting that little bit fitter again, but he, he should he should be right for um, tonight. You've had him over the 600 at the Meadows recently, haven't you? And you were very happy with how he ran. Yeah, no, that, that was a good trial. He went 34.20. Um, his brother trialled on the Monday. He went 34.18. So they're on par, both of them, about the same. So it's always that rivalry, isn't it? The brother the brotherhood rivalry. 
Yeah, yeah no, that's for sure. The Brumbies got that little bit better box manners and gets himself up there, whereas Ripper Sam's sort of usually coming behind, but yeah. He's an exciting greyhound to watch, and just earlier on the show, George Farida and I, we listened to his distance national distance heat win where he ran a 41-32 at Sandown. He ran second in the final of the Nationals behind his brother, Tornado Tears, but that run was a, it was just one out of the box, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, he's just got to come around dogs all the time, and he's got, he needs the luck, And he, whereas his brother is up there all the time, so... They're sort of two different dogs in that way, but um, ability-wise, it's probably not not a real real lot between them. It's just just their racing pattern that probably helps the other dog a lot more. Well, if it's any consolation to you, Brendan, as a spectator, Rip and Sam's probably more spectacular when he comes from last to first or up into the placings. Not as a trainer, what you'd like. I know you'd like him to jump straight to the front, but um, I think that's why we all love him because he just puts in these enormous runs. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, you got your heart in your mouth all the time when you're watching him. Um, hoping that he can get through the field to um, make get home late, you know. But yeah, he's um, like I said before, he, he's a good dog, and um, we all love him. We do. And box five tonight in the Zoom Top Final, it probably doesn't really matter where he starts from, does it? No, no, not really. Um, in saying that, like he, he's probably been jumping a little bit better at his trials uh, just. Recently, in his last few starts before he got injured, he was jumping a bit better. So he seems to be getting up there a little bit closer. But, yeah, the speed is on the inside of him. So hopefully if they, they can sort of get out and he can drop across to the fence and get a free run around that first corner, then then he might, might you know, by the time he gets the winner post, he might be running fourth or fifth, hopefully. And if he's running that close, um, you know, he's, he's an excellent chance with a clear run to get close to the leaders, if not run them down. He does like the Meadows, two seven starts there for three wins and two placings. And that PB down around the 42.03 and Tornado Tears a 42.02 PB. So I guess it's just going to be an interesting race to see both these greyhounds. We just can't wait to see them and um, where they're at now. And hopefully the injuries are all behind them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's been a long process trying to get them back, and um, a lot of work gone into it. But like you said, ho- hopefully um, they can just get clear runs. And um, yeah, I mean, whatever they do, they'll improve for sure. Just that little bit of hard seven hundred meter race will toughen them up even more. But um, we think of them now. We've, we've got them right, um, and yeah, they should be right to go. A big night for you tonight, Brendan, with the Zoom Top, but also your son Blake in Tasmania has a finalist, Be Like Bill, in the Launceston Cup on Monday night. Um, and you think he's well drawn from Box 8 too, don't you? Yeah, no, it was good. He's got a dog into that sort of race. Um, he's going well over there. And, um, yeah, like the 8, you know, it should suit him. He's won well out of the 8 from before. So um, he's got good uh, speed straight after the start. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty open field. That. There's no reason why he couldn't win it. Oh, well, best of luck tonight and Monday night, Brendan. Thanks for your time. I know it's um, a busy morning and um, a big night tonight, but all the very best. Thanks, mate. Talking Greyhounds is presented by the TAB Australian Cup Carnival. It starts tonight at the Meadows with the Group 1 treble, the Tem Lee, the Rookie Rebel and the Zoom Top. Doggy News. From start to finish. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds. We've got some interstate flavour this morning. Brennan Ryan, Launceston Greyhound Racing Club's liaison officer, is joining me. Good morning, Brennan. Good morning, Tamayne. It's a pleasure to be on. Oh, it's great to have you. A big weekend of racing down in the Apple Isle with the Launceston Cup Monday night and, of course, the awards night tonight. Um, but let's get to the Launceston Cup. Um, you happy with the field that's assembled? Oh, absolutely. It's a great mix of both interstate and local dogs and... Uh, I'd have to say it's a, you know, a great addition of the race 
and uh, hopefully it'll come with a good result for the locals uh, on Monday night. That's right. It's been 18 years since uh, Launceston Train Greyhounds won the Cup, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, top charades for Pat McLennigan back at uh, the former White City Circuit. So hopefully we can uh, rewrite the record books with uh, one of our locals. For sure, and only three and a half lengths are separating the field here, so it could be a tight go across the line also. Certainly is. Um, you know, it's great to see, you know, we've got the likes of uh, uh, Brandy Alexander from Queensland, Despacito from Victoria, and, of course, um, Corey Cody, who's been a... Uh, been here for a little while, but he won the Devonport Cup and he's in the field as well. Plus the locals we've got, um, I couldn't be any happier. And, uh, and I look, I think whoever gets to the front first, it's going to be an interesting race in the finish. So. There's some speed as well, isn't there? And hello, Rhonda. She might be the one sent out favourite from the Red Box. Absolutely. She's a great little bitch. Um, she's won nine of 22. And uh, for Robin Grubb and his family, they've actually... In- um, in coincidence, they've actually bred a, a previous Launceston Cup winner in uh, Fisherman back in 2011. So uh, this will be their, hopefully their second uh, winner with a bit of luck and Robin's very happy the way she's going and with box one, it adds any bonus in any final and she'll uh, be very hard to beat, I think. It does add a bonus, that's for sure. Then you've got two bills, the oldest chaser in box two. Number three, Corey Cody, like you mentioned, the Devonport Cup winner. Despacito, it won a group two in Victoria back in late 2017. Buckle up, Rose. She made the final of the national sprint distance. Um, the greyhound you mentioned before, Brandy Alexander from Queensland, Headspace and Be Like Bill. But Brandy Alexander, I like the run of this greyhound, but do you think it's well drawn in box six? Oh, look, she's... She's capable to, to handle tricky draws, and I think, um, look, that was her first run on the track um, last week. And with a bit of improvement, I think she'll have a chance. The five buckle up row, she's a straight runner, and will eventually head down to the roll before the, hopefully before the first turn. And look, and if she can get on behind uh, Hello Ronda like they did last week, it's going to be a I reckon it'll be a similar scenario in the heat because they were very close. There was only a neck that separated them in the margin in the heat. And that's what I thought, perhaps a second run on the track for Brandy Alexander. Um, you know, she showed that she was very strong at the end of her race. Headspace um, had plenty of pace, got out of the boxes, and it's very consistent early, isn't it? And then Be Like Bill got, had Brendan Purcell on the show earlier. Um, he's got, of course, Rip and Sam in the Zoom top tonight, and it's his son Blake that puts the polish on Be Like Bill, and he's very happy with where it's drawn as well. Oh, look, absolutely. The dog's got a great record of 29.85 around the track and plus he's won in 29.54, which is his personal best. Look, if he can bring that form again uh, on Monday night, get the right breaks, I reckon this dog will go very close if Hello Ronda can't get a successful from the inside draw. I think be like Bill will be uh, one of the dangers in the race with a bit of luck. Do you think there's any there that are a bit of value, Brennan, that you can see? Oh, look, there's a couple in the race. Just to see, though, twenty nine ninety two. Look, they got him uh, twenty nine ninety eight. They got him into the race, but I think, look, Buckle Up Rose. She's she's coming back to her best. Um, she's been away for a little while, and she's got a great PB at twenty nine fifty six there for uh, Gary and Robin Johnson. Uh, look, if she can find that form, it'd be nice to see her to do it. But look, the favourite's got the right money, and I. Yeah, look for a look for a bit of value. I think Buckle Up Rose, if if you know if the form comes back at the right time. Okay, and not only the Launceston Cup forty thousand dollars to the winner on Monday night, but the awards night tonight. Um, 
I'll be jumping on a plane very shortly, Brennan, and I'm really looking forward to it. Thrilled that I've been asked to host the evening. Um, it sounds like it's going to be a great one. Uh, it's a privilege to have you here, Simone, for the event. And uh, we've got three worthy finalists, Pico Can, Leroy Rogue and Just Browsing. And look, I... Oh, look, if it, if it was my way, I'd like to have a dead heat, but any greyhound would be a, uh, it'd be a worthy winner and uh, we'll certainly find out come uh, the event. We sure will. Later this evening, um, one greyhound will be crowned the Tasmanian Greyhound of the Year. Well, Brennan, great having you on the show this morning and look forward to what unfolds over the next couple of days. So I'll see you shortly and thank you. Yeah, thanks, Simone. It's the expert pick, Simone's Run of the Week. Aussie Muscle won his maiden at Shepparton on Monday night in 24.83. was only .02 outside of the track record and he won by nine lengths. It was only his third start this year after some patchy form, which I assume is due to some injuries. So watch out for Aussie Muscle. Last week's dog to follow was Flynn. He ran fourth in a heat of the Western Districts derby on Monday night at Ballarat. He's in the final tonight and jumps from box seven. My dog to follow this week is Vivitar, who won on debut at the Meadows on Wednesday over the 5.25, recorded a 30.18, a 5.02 early, so plenty of early pace from this chaser. It led all the way from box five. My best bet is race two, number six tonight, Trit Trit. It has a vacant box on its inside, and after a last start effort at Sandown with a last-to-first victory, He should really appreciate this easier class of greyhounds and has had four wins and one placing from eight starts on the track. Plenty coming up this week with the Launceston Cup on Monday night, the Derby and Oaks finals tonight at Ballarat, the three group ones at the Meadows tonight, Australian Cup heats next Saturday and Horsham Cup heats are not far away either. Have a great week and like we always say, you keep those tails wagging. Doggy News, from start to finish. RSN 927 is talking greyhounds.